uh, it's uh, have started to come neighbors in uh, over me uh, and uh, I don't know if, uh, if it's gonna be very much noise we will see what's what will happen now it's very very quiet now and uh, it is uh, the last day of of April 2021 um, tomorrow is it the last day so it's uh, like a shifting now so people move in those other have moved and I got new neighbors tomorrow did I say 2021 the year was <laughs> I hope so <laughs> I was uh, sometimes, you know, by yourself also that your uh, your thought is uh, a little more uh, far than you don't talk in just now. That I was already gone with my brain to something else, and <laughs> already now. I tell you that there's some spirits coming through that make me uh, be like that in my brain. Because it starts to be placed in into my body, this spirit. So it's maybe no one I can see. If I can't see them, then is it God that wants to come through. And he know, I know exactly what I'm going to talk about. Uh, he know everything because he can, he knows the future. So he know what will be say in, in this episode. And um, I wanted to recording something. I felt like. I should go and recording. So something uh, important is it for the spirit as they want me to recording something. And I didn't know what to recording, but uh, I, I, I look around a little uh, on Facebook and uh, Google and like that, if something hit me and uh, it was something a a picture I got uh, about my my past dog and uh, and I it was not that I should talk about (laughs) I started wrong but but I tell you anyway because it was a picture of of the dog and there was the dog attracted uh, Arabic people Muslims and um, the, uh, they were curious and wanted to caress my dog and play with my dog and but uh, it was a girl that was scared so uh, I come and think about that, that uh, in Islam is, is a dog uh, something very bad, uh, haram. And uh, uh, we sh- uh, they don't have it, those uh, orthodox uh, Muslims, those uh, fanatic, that is not so those uh, Muslim that is very strong in, in, in their religions and almost like a terrorist, then is it very nice uh, Muslim also that is not like like terrorist. So all uh, religions have uh, this um, 
also dogs, kind of people that can kill for their religion. So they, it has nothing with the Muslim to do. It can be Christian people that kill also, and other Catholic they they go and uh, and have, uh, abuse kids and like that. Uh, there is religions that is not uh, all religion have something uh, form of of not good thing, evil and bad thing. And um, and I am not in a religion. Even if I belong to a church now, but it was for the, the work for God. I joined a church. But uh, in this time, when it's Corona time, we, uh, I don't need to go to that church. So uh, I have not been in the church for since March last year, 2020, March 2020. So I'm, I'm glad that I don't need to go to that church, uh, but I can use many things in, in my work for God by being there, but not there. In the, not in the building, and um, it. I ask uh, that uh, the girl that was frightened, uh, why she was frightened about the dog, and uh, I said to her that you you should not be frightened about a dog because that is not about the animal dog it have with dogs uh, dogs to do have with people that can be like dogs very bad biting Bi biting uh, people it have nothing with the animal to do haram is not about the dog animal I told them so she started to to play with the dog and caress when I told her that. So it's very good that uh, I can talk to people uh, that is from different religions. And I'm not frightened to talk about God and talk about uh, the world and society and these things, and religion also. Uh, of course they can kill me, but I'm not scared. Uh, but uh, what I wanted to tell you was about this... Um, when I have... I was here first. I have told you before that I was in Jerusalem and God was uh, telling me that I should do my DNA uh, test. And, uh, and I understood it was for a reason why he said that to me. And I, I, when I come home, I did, did it very quick. And it was, uh, I got uh, the test result back in 2016 in December. And then um, I started to look, uh, build up a family tree. And then uh, in, the, in the summer, in the spring, it was in April 2017, I, I, was, uh, I was in that church. I had started to go to be in that church and uh, and in the, uh, it was very nice weather outside and uh, I was thinking I, I'm going to work with my plants on my I had a, a balcony in that time with uh, 
it uh, was not glass around it. Um, I, uh, in the night, in April 2017, it comes suddenly a, a big storm, like a tornado, over my house. And I wake up of, of uh, the doors uh, on my balcony. I had uh, one balcony on one side and another bigger balcony on the other side of my apartment. But this, my small balcony did I had in my bedroom. And suddenly it flew up. And it was very, very strong wind outside. And I had uh, lived there in eight years in that apartment. And it had never happened before. And uh, so I, it was very much strength to could close the door. Uh, and then I... I go to bed and it was nothing with it was like it was only a, a like a tornado because it lasts only only two three minutes this strong wind just so uh, just enough that I should go up and close the door and I'd be scared it felt like someone was coming into the bedroom something that I did not see but that it was like it forced the door to be open to come into to my bedroom so I was scared but I fall to sleep immediately after I have closed the door and then in the morning uh, I was thinking I, I'm going to do my uh, my flowers uh, at the balcony, at the big balcony. So I was out and uh, I started to dig in the soil. I have already uh, boxes with soils that was hanging outside the balcony. And I took it in, in from outside and in to uh, start with to dig in the soil and put down some plants I had bought and uh, when I was digging in the soil I saw it was like gold it was full of like gold flakes that was shining because of of the sun was going into the balcony, so it was very shining. And uh, now I was thinking that maybe my neighbors uh, over my uh, over me have uh, down let down something in the soil because she she used to do it sometimes because she was a very evil person so she, sometimes she, she drops cigarettes and sometimes dropping bread so the birds should come and and make a mess with my flowers and like that so i was thinking that she she maybe have like a champagne wine bottles that she opened and uh, most of most of some like those bottles have this like a, a gold aluminium folio things around the neck and um, so I was thinking that first but then when I have some boxes with soil uh, inside the balcony far away from outside in the corner and when I start to dig in that soil that was so very very much 
of these gold flakes. And the gold flakes was not on the sh sure face. It was down, uh, far down in the roots of, of those trees I had already planted. Uh, that's why they were standing uh, in a deep corner to not be frozen. And... Uh, and it was there also. The whole balcony, all the soils was full of it. And so I, I did a video. I have three, four videos that where I show it. And then I, I took some of the flakes. I took away the soil and cleaned it up. So it was only... Only the golden uh, flakes, and uh, then I go to the church, and then I I show them. This is what was in the morning, and uh, and of course they didn't, and they thought it was like fertilized oil. I can't say that word. But uh, some you put on on the plants for it to grow better. And I say uh, this soil is uh, maybe five, six years old. So it's not a new uh, soil. And uh, I have not bought anything to, to make them uh, plants grow faster. I say that's uh, not it. But they didn't understand what it was, and um, and it was before I I go to uh, I took the flight to Utah, and uh, I I clean up, uh, and so I had um, a can full of those golden flakes and. I've I felt like like that. Uh, no one have told me that I should go to Salt Lake City, uh, but I felt like because of the flakes that I have got, it was it was maybe a, a half liter of flakes. So I took some of it. That I didn't take any everything and uh, and uh, to the suitcase I should take with me and I I didn't know before I come to the border of Canada and United States when I was in Toronto it I had to have a paper to sign in and uh, the the paper say that the, we were not allowed to take bring in anything that that had with farms to do no no soil from another country so and I, I was thinking I have soil with me because it's not perfect clean uh, those flakes was had still some soil around it mixed and um, but I didn't do anything because it will come a woman and she uh, uh, I was uh, flying uh, with um, support so I sit in a wheelchair and they drove me so the woman come before I could do anything and she said we have to go now your airplane is start soon and uh, then we go to the customer and the man uh, uh, should take my fingerprints that's what they do in the United States my fingerprints and then on all the uh, both hands fingers and then he should take a picture of me 
and nothing was working. Nothing was working. And my suitcases was laying there on his table and he uh, was going to look at the suitcases uh, and find out that I have this uh, can with those golden mixed soil in it. And uh, I was thinking like he gonna find it. So then I have waste the traveling when I don't have it with me to Salt Lake City. So I, I, but he, he couldn't take the fingerprints. It didn't work. And he, he dry my fingertips and he uh, wash my hands and try again and again and again and be so angry about it that he couldn't take my fingerprints. And, and the same was it with the picture. The, he tried and he looked at what the camera had done and he showed me that also in his laptop that it, uh, it's dizzy, that picture of you. So I have to take one more time. And I think he, he took a picture five, six times. And then he said, I give up. He said, I can't do anything with you. And he was not really angry at me because it was not my fault. Uh, he was only angry about the computer and camera and uh, those things. Uh, and uh, the woman come and say, we have to go now because the flight is starting. And the man, he, he didn't look at my suitcases. And I was still uh, thinking when I come to Salt Lake City and come to that family that have say I could stay with them. And when I come into my room, I open up the suitcases and I was thinking uh, there is no uh, glass can with those golden flakes. But it was. Uh, he had not looked at, at my suitcases and God had made him be frustrated, angry, so he didn't look in the suitcases. That's what God did. It's amazing that it happened. And, and also, this is special also that, that I was the only one there. It, uh, it was only uh, this man and I uh, on the Toronto's air, airport. That is very strange also. It's the same as it was in Seattle. That I was by my... I was on my own with the man and the security guard. That was an angel. And so that's... Uh, and, and then I... Then it was a telephone call, and the church uh, office in Salt Lake City. They say that um, we know that you you have a guest in your home that is from Sweden, and uh, we love to have her ha here as a guest in, in the church office, and. Uh, it was a, a woman that uh, her husband had been uh, a president in Sweden. And uh, she could speak Swedish a little. So she wanted to, to know me and talk Swedish with me. So suddenly I was invited to the highest woman in, in the... Uh, 
LDS church, Mormon church. Uh, it was uh, was something that not everyone uh, get to to see or meet. And I was to her office, and when I was to her office, I was thinking that that's what where I should place the glass can with the golden flakes. And we were standing in the in the door and um, opening, and I felt like like someone was with me. I I saw someone was with us but I didn't see the face or I only saw the contour of of this person and that person was shorter than me so it was very strange because I am very short but this person was even shorter and uh, I don't know if they felt it that someone was there and I said to them that there is a man here and he he is saying one word for you. And he say Missouri. Missouri, he say. I said to them when I I gave the, over the glass can to that's uh, president for the women's um, and I gave it to her, and she'd be surprised that I did it. And she said, is it a souvenir for me? Like that, I say, you should take it and analyze it. I come, I come here for you to analyze it. And, and they, they, she looked so very surprised. She didn't understood, and I couldn't do anything more than to tell her. And then, um, when we were standing there, there was a woman that was coming, and uh, the president said to to me that uh, this um, sister here, she she had been to Finland. Uh, she said to me, and I don't know why she said that. Maybe she thought that was the same languages, Swedish and Finnish. Uh, and uh, and I know some words in Finnish, Finnish. And uh, so that woman stopped when the president said about her. So I say, "Humata mitkolo," and then she answered me back, and I said, "Hyvä," and uh, that's finished uh, talk. And uh, I uh, and I think it, uh, God sent this woman because. They'd be very surprised because I had that woman with me that could speak Swedish. And she heard that that was not Swedish and uh, that I could speak another language also. And uh, that's make it more serious about that I come with a glass can and gave it to the president to say that they should analyze it. And uh, and I think it was some sign that's uh, for the the church, for the uh, for the Mormon church uh, something. As I felt like I have to go the whole way from Sweden to to Salt Lake City, that was, I think it was 15 hours with a flight and I am not, my body is not so healthy, so that was very hard for me. Plus that was much money to buy the ticket, but I did it because I felt I should do it.
and that is very strange that I can feel what God wants me to do. And then um, when I come back home, um, the next day, when I come, I live here, live with a family, a doctor family in Salt Lake City. And uh, in the next day, the wife in the family say that there, is, there was a telephone call from the church office and they want you to come to the church office and you are going to uh, um, have a meeting with uh, the apostle, uh, those uh, 12 apostles, but you, you are going to talk to the elder in the church office and he have some questions for you from the the twelve apostles quorum. They they said, and uh, this wife in the family she was very surprised because she she was not allowed to go in there in the church office and and do what I did, and. Uh, when I come to the church office, I I said to uh, the woman that uh, was sitting in front of the door uh, in the main entry door. She was sitting there and she wanted to get my ID and I give her and she asked me, who are you going to to meet here? She said to me, and I say I'm going to to uh, uh, meet uh, Elderly uh, Randall, Bernard Randall. I say, and she said she doubted. I saw in her face that she didn't believe me, so she was very confused. So she had to call someone else and ask her uh, is he going to have a meeting with this woman and she say my name and that woman say that uh, I don't know so she have to call someone else that was up in there I suppose I, she called uh, the secretary for this apostle and and so how I, I love I love this kind of events because she did, didn't expect me to meet the highest in the church. She thought I should meet a woman that almost like cleaning the floor like that. And she be so surprised. And she say I should sit down and and wait and uh, there should come a man that should come and get me and uh, take me to that office because it is a very big building and it's very hard to know where the office was and and also that they don't want any any people to walk around in those areas where the most important people live, uh, the most important people work. Uh, it, I met many people that was walking by themselves, but they were walking in those like basic office. But I should go to the, the nicest ice, uh, the nicest uh, office where no one could only come there you have to be invited so I I come to the elderly Bennett and um, and he said that I have some questions for you and from the 12 apostles aquarium Aquarium, the those that 
12 of quorum is the, those people that is just under the prophet for the church. So it's, I was very, very high up, the highest I could come. And in that time, the prophet of the church was on his death, dead, deathbed. So most of the people was with him and not was around in the office. And uh, so I sit down, I sit down with Bennett, elderly Randall Bennett. And um, I, uh, immediately when I sit down, I, I told her, I told him that I, I see Jesus. Jesus is here with us in the room. And I, I, I see a, I see him standing outside a cave. And he, uh, he is going into that cave, and then he go out again in the sun, in the light, and he go there, between, to be in the darkness or be in the light. I said, uh, uh, you need to accept me, accept me, or else Jesus will not come to the church. Uh, he will not show up. He is going into the cave if you, if you denied me, that you don't accept me. And uh, when I look uh, at uh, Randall Bennett, he he was falling in his spirit he was gone and uh, so jesus have taken him and uh, i didn't know what to do sitting in a very expensive luxury office what and with a man that his head was hanging to his chest and he was gone and I, I have to knock on the table just where he sit to wake him up and he opened up his eyes and said I'm sorry I'm sorry I was away he said to me and was very embarrassed and I said to him I have something more for you, I say. And he was this man that <laughs> all the people are bowing their head for. And women are uh, those that you don't say anything to these people. And uh, I said to him that I can, I can be very bold in uh, when I am in the spirit that there is no limits for me I can do anything when when I am in the spirit so I say to him I have something I have a gift for you I say to him and I uh, I ask him can I take your hand I say and he he took, uh, so I could hold his hand, and I said to him that, that I am going to do a healing on you. I say that to her, to him, and I don't know why I say her. It's someone here that is disturbing me, that is, a, it seems like it is a woman that uh, disturbed me. I never say her to a man but now I have done it twice and but then um, when I uh, I finished uh, the healing process on him and he he was very happy and I, he felt the healing because he said well, thank you thank you thank you very much said so, 
Now, I say I give you the the healing, the strength. It's uh, you were you are going to be very sick, and now you're not going to that on the, in that way to be sick. I say to him, and I have just given you the strength back. And it seems like it was something wrong with him because he was so thankful that I did the healing. And that's nothing that the church have. It was in the old days with Joseph Smith that the women uh, did healing for the church, mostly uh, women to women, but I think there some of the women could do it on men. But today is it only men that can give healing. Uh, women is gone from healing. But I did healing on him anyway, because I heard it from... Jesus was standing in the room and he said to me that I should do this healing. And uh, when I come, come and the uh, secretary for this uh, elder, elder, he, uh, she had been there into the door three times and told him that he had a meeting to, to go to. But he ignored her. So I know he he understood it was uh, important our meeting so he didn't didn't go to the meeting he should go to and the, when I come out uh, and the secretary was standing in front of me she I saw her face was like who is she like that why is she so important more important than the meeting and uh, and when I come out from the uh, the office I fall down on the floor I was total out of energy the it was because the energy was going to inside his body so he must have been very sick uh, as uh, all the energy from me had to go to his body and um, so the secretary called for the man that had shown me where to go so he come and then he saw that I was laying on the floor and uh, he took a wheelchair and took me to the outside the, the church office where I should meet uh, one of the family I was staying with that they were coming and get me after I had been in this meeting. So that was very strange and... Um, I think uh, I think they they notice very much things. It's like like the church is like the spy. They know everything about people. So I think that it's something was going on, and I have thinking that I should write them because I think uh, if they. If the church in Salt Lake City is calling for me here in Sweden, uh, they can't uh, get hold on me because the church, the bishop in my ward, he stop, stopped me for doing anything. So he will stop the, the calling. I will never come to know that they have called for me and want to, me to come back to Salt Lake City. 
So I need to do that that uh, letter mail to them that no one I have not heard from you and anything and that they can understand that uh, someone is stop stop them to could talk to me again and uh, and it's not the bishop uh, that is not his fault it is um a woman there that is from the devil. Uh, she have done many bad things to me, and she. And <laughs> so, someone is here. Disturb me a little. Uh, not in that way. Not disturbing in that way. It's disturbing in the, in my energy, and. Uh, um, and uh, this woman, she's really evil. She has stolen from me everything that was of value. When she she was the one that said she should uh, take care of my home and my cats uh, when I was in Salt Lake City. And when I was in Salt Lake City, she stole everything in my apartment and... Uh, I was happy that I have three computers with me or else they have been gone because when I come back home I had I I never trash any computer I have computer from uh, from late 70s and uh, and then when I move around with the computer I felt they were very light so I opened up the computers and I saw it was almost empty inside the computers and they have stealing the motherboards and hard disk and it was very much information in my hard disk. I had uh, written two books that was inside in and all all the pictures I have taken. So it was very hard to find out that they have stolen everything. And they stole gold for, from me. So, and after they had been in my home, I have to sell away my cats because then suddenly, after 12 years, I have breathed the same sort of cat and suddenly they start to get kitten that died i have had 18 kittens that i should sell and uh, 12 of them died it was only six left of 18 and it was very sad to see them die those small few cute kittens so I sell all the cats away. And today I got someone uh, mail me today and ask me if I had any kitten to sell. It's hard to, to get those mails because I miss my cats. But I have to sell the cats because they should, they were going sick the whole time. So... I didn't want to do that on my cats, so I sell them away. And um, so she stopped. She she can, the bishop believe her. So she can say anything. And she tell, she is, she don't have any secret. She tell that she, she is a borderliner. She's mental sick. She thought, you know, those, she do those things that uh, when she takes, buy milk, for example, then she have to count maybe to five. And then she take that milk can. She can't take the first milk can. 
but she have to count everything. She have to count the steps when she go out, and and in the church she also do uh, crazy things, and she laugh about it and say that's me. She say in the church, and and the people are don't say anything, and the bishop believe that everything she say she say. She have to, she the first thing she told him about me it was that I was criminal, and so I I joined a political party uh, in my city and uh, because uh, to be a, in a, in a political party you have to have a, a police scan. To show that you are not criminal, so I, I did that, and I told the bishop, I could not be in the political party, uh, if I was criminal. So that's a lie, that I am criminal. But he, he still he believed that I am criminal, and uh, she, if something, uh, coming, she is from. She's from United States, and so she uh, she don't speak Swedish. She, she speak English, and if the, something is coming into the bishop office, she will know it, and stop the telephone call. So I have to write the mail to the church office to those that. Uh, wanted to know who I am and uh, so I find out today of course I find out that today that I am related to one of the prophets in the church and I was thinking I, I should look check out if I am related to this this apostle that wanted to know about me, and uh, and I had in my family tree now three men that that have been apostle for the church. I have very much connection with the church, so they should be curious about me in that way that uh, where is she coming from and I didn't know when I started a family tree that I was I was uh, connected very much to Denmark and this man that uh, wanted to know about me more when I was in Salt Lake City he is from Denmark not he is born in Utah, but his parents is coming from Denmark, uh, and so it is very possible that we are uh, connected. He and I in the family tree, and I have three apostles already that I know, and then I have more than fifty. Uh, pioneers for the church so that's why uh, why these um, ancestors they want me to to be in that church and do some work in the church uh, that's why it's they that have pushed me into this church I should never have going by myself uh, into that church and joined it and because I have been there once and they were so evil these people in the church so I didn't go there and um, but now I return uh, when I have done my DNA test it was like the DNA test was like a button that start the whole thing and uh, and I have to go to the church to could do uh, my research in a family tree. Um, it have taken forever to do it in a, 
in a normal way to pay for to to look in the database for for the family tree research and uh, be in that church a member of the 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 Mormon church that opened the door to everything in the to find out the family tree uh, that's the only thing to do and <laughs> you know that uh, why why I laugh because this woman she said now she's angry she said no it's my turn she said <laughs> and uh, I, I don't what do you want and now she's on me I feel her uh, very much and I say what uh, she say ask me she say but how can I ask you when I don't know who you are oh police <laughs> she gave me an answer directly immediately she said she was my mother what? Now she's laughing. So uh, she was kidding. She it was a joke she did, because it was a mother, but it was Jesus' mother that come through. She had been here before. And she said. She said that she had to whip up all those men. They were boys. And they, were, they thought they knew how to rule the church. And that's the result you see today. Because those, uh, those men doesn't allow women to to be involved in the church leadership and that's what is going to be when and when i when i live on on earth i i whipped man many times uh, the in the bible they um, uh, it's uh, like describe me as a mild woman that sit and was quiet the, the whole time but that's that's uh, wrong because I she said I, I, I have got got the same same as she that we are free we are a free spirit and if we don't like something we tell and uh, in her time in the in a in her culture that's uh, that's what they did they took up a, um, a twig and they whip <laughs> whip the boys whip them away and screaming at them and and they have to listen at their mother and that um, I ask her now in in uh, in my brain, I ask her if if she did that on Jesus also. That <laughs> she said it happened. It happened. You know, he was telling you that that he was not good all the time. 
he say that in the Bible, talking about the, to be good. That's only God that is good. Uh, he was a boy until he was 12 years old. No one was hearing about him. So I have to to raise him as to be a good man. And he 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 did. He was and he was a, a clean vessel for God to place in his words into Jesus and um, because of, of I raise him to be a good boy, even if I have to whip him sometimes. And um, he he didn't become a good, not a good as God, but a, a good man. He, he and he didn't got the spirit before he was thirty years old, and he was baptized. Uh, he had not the spirit in him before he was thirty. Uh, when I sit in the temple, as when he was twelve years old, uh, that was that he felt. He had not the spirit inside. Him, but he felt like you do. He felt like he was in his his father's house. Even if he didn't know God in that time, so he knew. Anyway, uh, without knowing it, like you say that many times. Yeah, when you, in this recording, in your podcast, you say that many times. I, I, I know without knowing it. I only feel it, the, and like I had to go to Salt Lake City, for example. That's a very big thing I did. Uh, and uh, because I have to do be in my father's business, so I have to go. And uh, exactly the same for Jesus, that he was not had not the spirit inside him. He have a clean vessel that. He already had that ability to could feel, feel what to do. So he said to his mother that find him in the temple, that I have to be where my father is, he said. And uh, that's what I do also. I'm very, I am not Jesus, but I'm very like him I'm very much in the same like he was and I know that uh, it's like I am walking uh, walking side by side with Jesus as a woman and he was a man so we go together he and I in in the same way I am going I have going through the whole Bible in my life. So that's uh, as she she showing me the hand that she's leaving now. So so that uh, what was it? What was it? She the message she gave us. Do you know the message uh, Jesus' mother did, gave us? She was talking about the men, men in the church, <coughs> the leaders, 
of the church. And uh, no one knew that it was not a man that was standing there in Salt Lake City. She, it was she. That's why she was so this um, conductor of this person that was standing on the on the left side of me. That it was shorter than me. So that can really be that it was Mary because she can maybe be shorter than me, even if I am a sh very short person. It was not a man, it was she. Um, I on only saw the contour, so I didn't know if it was a man or woman. And um, in, in old age, women can look like men. And visa verse that the men can look as women when they grow old. So it's not easy sometimes to know. And uh, I'm leaving here now. And uh, that's what Mary was saying that uh, it's not good that only men should have the leader position in the church. Because uh, women have much to give to the church also in a leadership. So that's what she's talking about. And that's why she wants me to go around and uh, talk to the churches, to the church leaders, uh, meeting them. I have done that in 20 years now, meeting many church leaders. Uh, in Israel, in Kenya, in the United States, in, and in Sweden and other countries also where I have been. Because I am a worker for God. I do God's, what God is telling me to do. And um, my work is to, to test the church and also that I contain you Jesus' work. Jesus was walking around and talk about God's kingdom. He was not talking about himself. He was talking about God's kingdom. And that's what I do. And, and it's not the me because I have, I have, I get it I have, they give me from, from heaven what I should do and what I should say. So that's not uh, the glory of myself, it's the glory of, of heaven and God's kingdom. The glory of God's kingdom that we sit here, you and I, and, and talk about God's kingdom. So thank you for listening. And God bless you. And God loves you. And I love you too also.